This is Everything with Allie Levine, hosted by Hollywood mom, celebrity stylist, influencer, and Bravo reality star, Allie Levine. On this podcast, you'll get a mix of, well, literally everything, from motherhood to fashion, lifestyle to spiritual well-being, all real and raw. Allie interviews celebrities, experts, influencers, entrepreneurs, and so much more. Tune in weekly to be inspired, empowered, and entertained. Welcome back to Everything with Allie Levine. I have my favorite mamas and friends back on my show. You guys know and love them. Band of mothers, Tracy and Shana. Welcome back, loves. Thank you Thank for having you. us. Love, love you too. I'm so excited to have you guys back on and so excited for you guys to share all your new ventures and everything you've been up to. And I just want to like dive right in. So, you know, you guys have been on my show before and we talked real motherhood and just kind of about band of mothers so i will of course link that in the show notes for those that maybe don't know you guys or know uh the first episode but for those that do because i feel like there's so many that do and love you guys and everything you share let's talk about you know obviously we've all been in this pandemic together it's been a little intense now or you know now in 2021 and everything else you know going on and you guys really did a major shift because I'm over by the way the word pivot Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm pivoted out we Um, feel that (laughs) so you guys did a major major shift and have you know taken band of mothers from what used to be this incredible live show and everything you were doing to now having your podcast at a whole new level, rebranding, new network, the whole thing, like spill it. Tell us all about what's been going on. What has that been like for you? And like, what have you learned in this time? Because I know that even though it looks amazing and it is amazing what you guys have done, it has been intense for you guys and very, um, I guess I would say, you know, emotional and quite the roller coaster um, from what I've obviously talked to you guys offline, you know, as friends. Yes. <laughs> Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I guess we probably revealed this in our other episode, how much we lost everything during the pandemic. Um, and was it, was it post COVID Ali? I'm trying to remember, was, you know, I have massive mom brain. Oh yeah. And I have massive. Pandemic no, of course brain. it was because yeah. we, because Ali had a baby with a mask on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right, right. You didn't. You took your mask off. You said I remember. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah. I had to roll in with it, but then yes, thank God. Doctor and everyone, they let me take it off. Um, but yeah, um, I think, yeah, I'm trying to remember when you guys were last on my show. It was definitely after I had Arlie, but I, it was like must have been like right in the beginning of all the mm-hmm. stuff. I know it feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah, yeah we had just we were just still reeling from um our live show, the Pump and Dump show uh, that uh, was set to tour the country with two different casts, one cast out of LA and one cast out of Chicago. Um, We had uh, almost 70 shows lined up for the whole of 2020. Probably we would have had more because they always add on as the days go by and um, obviously had to cancel all of that, which at that time was 100% of our revenue. So it was a big blow, uh, emotionally, uh, financially, spiritually, 
physically. Right. <laughs> it was all of the things. And instead of pivot, I like to think of it more like we had to become crocuses through the mud. <laughs> like we had to somehow rebloom ourselves and you never know what's going to happen. It's just definitely the moral of our weird story from this past year. But um, yeah, it was muddy and it was hard and it's still hard. Uh, but we know that the show will live on. But in the meantime, Tracy and I had to put on our entrepreneurial brains, which is how we operate anyway, <laughs> and really figure out a way to find some revenue to keep our company alive. I mean, we went from a team of about 15 people to a team of one person, uh, besides, ourselves. besides ourselves, obviously. Uh, oh, we don't count as one person. <laughs> <laughs> we should. We might as well. <laughs> um and now it's just us actually. So we, we eventually, it's been limbs, a rough week. eventually limbs are just going to start coming off at this point. I'll be like, all right, that's cool. I didn't need my right arm. I'm left-handed. Fine. Does but, it pay, does it pay, does it pay for a credit card bill? Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're, we're actually locked in my basement right now. So the banks can't get to us. Um, no, but we, so we've just had to, you know, we've done a lot of work. We've done a lot of, we call it self-preservation rather than self-care. Um, we've done a lot of uh, kind of prioritizing our business and, and came up with some really cool new stuff. So not only did we just relaunch our podcast on Wondery in partnership with Warner Brothers, um, it's called Band of Mothers Podcast, and it, there's, I think, four episodes out now, but we also created Band of Mothers Market. Um, which is this amazing gifting site for yourself or for other moms, just curated with beautiful, amazing gifts, plus uh, Tracy's own uh, line of bath and body products called High Plains Market that are so delicious and amazing. And by delicious, I mean for your body, not like to put but in you your could, mouth. Honestly, you could eat them. You it's all plant-based. <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> um, and we, yeah, and we created momswhomakemoney.com at the same time. So, so we're just I think we'd learned the lesson of running a business and having only one revenue stream. Like we'll never do that again. So, um, and we trade crypto now, so yeah. <laughs> we're, we're really diversifying Allie. Yeah. Wow. It was, um... Oh my gosh. There's so much going on since I last talked to you guys. Really <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like a shift and a jump and a, and a twirl. And <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's, you know, the thing that we like try to lean into is, um, another buzz comment, uh, lean in. Yeah. Well, it's, but it's true yeah. that we, w when everything, when the world just stopped, and this is, I think, I think true for a lot of people, except, except those of you who just kept on having babies and the world never stopped for you. <laughs> you know, we were, we went from working 24 seven, just constantly going, constantly trying to keep our heads above water to just having days with not much to do. Um, which if you're sort of type a, uh, go getter, that's a, it's a weird feeling. And it's a weird feeling to, to step out of a space of high, high stress, um, high stakes, sort of running your business to just quiet. And so <laughs> well, we still had our children and families well, yeah. all the time. And there was a yeah. global catastrophe on our hands. Yeah, sure. But that but wasn't, business -wise, it was yeah, that wasn't causing us to, you know, stare at our computer screens and answer 85 emails yeah. in an hour and all the things. Um, so we just had to, yeah, we had to confront the anxiety and the stress of a pandemic and, and the shift of our families and husbands being home and kids being online and all of that, which was its own thing. But then after that, I mean, I just remember kind of looking around being like, there's just, there's not much for me to do right now, which was a weird feeling. And so 
eventually, once we stopped crying about it, we took that time and we we kind of took it took the time to teach ourselves new tricks. We learned about affiliate marketing and we dove in so that we could teach others about affiliate marketing on momswhomakemoney.com. We we took a course in trading crypto so we could learn how to like learn about Bitcoin investing. And, and, and investing. And and we just kind of kept teaching ourselves. And in the middle of all that, we just took a lot of baths and did a lot of meditations and pulled a lot of Oracle cards and just tried to, <laughs> you know, try to put our wigs back on to quote Cody. <laughs> we wrote a lot of Peloton. We wrote a lot of Peloton. <laughs> Um, yeah, so in, in a lot of ways it was painful and awful and I don't care to repeat it, but I think the hope for both of us is that at some point, like Shana always says that someday, and Ali, I texted this to you the other day, we'll all be on an Island laughing about this while someone else is watching our kids. <laughs> um, and yeah. you know, what else can you do at this point? Just in, and find gratitude in what we still do have, which is homes and beautiful families, healthy families, um, so yeah. Yeah, no. Okay. Well, first off, I mean, congrats on everything. I checked out the, you know, band of mothers, um, official site for the shopping and obviously in the show notes. And I already made a whole cute curated collection on there of things that I love and think are so fun for other moms to check out. And you guys have some great products. They're all mom companies from what I could see. Um, and I just love that it was such a combination of you guys, I felt, of your brand and also you guys personally of the funny and the woo-woo and the wellness and, <laughs> the, you know, mama needs a drink and everything in between. I really love that it really combined the worlds of your guys' personal, you know, as being who you guys are as individual moms. And then I also, I felt like also who you guys are as partners, you know, as friends and moms and like what you bring you know, to the motherhood community. So I thought that was brilliant. And I love the shop. Oh, good. Thank, Thank you. you. That was exactly the intention to just treat moms. Well, treat we moms and to. just in, and one thing, the other thing we've learned is just to just be ourselves, you know? And so those products really are a reflection of you nailed it. Like our multiple personalities and our different aesthetic tastes, um, individually as well. So that's awesome that you picked up on that. <laughs> And I'll I just love, brag about I, Tracy. I loved it. Yeah, no, I loved it. I loved everything there was and everything that was there. And my question is, um, is it all mom companies? Because it seemed like it, or at least like at least a lot of them looked like it. There's a lot. There's a lot that are. There's a lot that are. And our goal as we move forward and get ourselves back out of the mud uh, will be to really try to focus and hone in on that as we grow, um, because that's important to us too. I mean, just to support mom businesses is huge. But a lot, a lot of the companies on there, uh, either if they're not run by moms, they support moms. Mm -hmm. A lot of them, um, I mean, there's jewelry that supports, that's created by women who've been trafficked that now are digging themselves out of that mud and giving them, um, you know, income. And there's, there's companies that are just little joints in North Carolina and very, you know, a lot of US-based companies. We sell joints? <laughs> <We can't. laughs> so yeah no it is it's a lot of family-run businesses a lot of mom-focused business a lot um a lot we you know we definitely try to find female focus and female-run businesses and so yeah the products really really reflect that but sure. Allie have you have you tried Tracy's oil yet uh I have not I need we, to try. we're sending you oil so Tracy 
like a lot of the people who make the products in our shop, you know, personally makes these awesome products. There's this oil that she's been making for friends and family for like years. And this was the opportunity for her to actually like put it in a real bottle with a little label on it and like actually, you know, let the rest of the universe have it. It is my favorite body oil. I put it in my bath. I also just use it like on dry parts of my skin. It smells like heaven. Like it is the most earthy, like, like delicious, just healing scent in the whole world. A little goes such a long way. I put like three or four squirts in my bath and my skin is so moisturized and it's all just completely made by Tracy and standing in her kitchen. It's crazy. Like she sources all of her materials. Um, she has bath salts too. And, and we were like, well, let's throw those on the bomb market. Let's see how many moms we can get, you know, like using this amazing oil that I've been like, you know, getting for free for years from Tracy, like I'm out of my oil, I need my oil, um, which is amazing. It's such a good product. So, so we highly recommend it as a gift and also as a gift for yourself. It's just her products, her high plains market products are so good. She's got an aura spray, which I still don't quite understand, but it smells really good. And I think it's her aura. I love it. That's so cool. I'm excited to get my oil. Good for you, Tracy. Look at you like doing all the things. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I mean, it's just, a, it's a, it's, it was it's a long a, summer. <laughs> it <was> a long- <laughs> no, I mean, that's just, a, it's a passion. Um, so it's fun to, it's, uh, you know, I've been mixing up essential oils and, and doing that for a long time. So it's kind of fun to come out of that closet and, um, like, yeah, like Shay said, you know, put it out for the rest of the world instead of just our friends and family that have had it, but yeah. yeah and there's great. not a person it's- who's get, who's not going to love it when they get it. It's so good. It's, I mean, it's my favorite thing. Oh, thank you. Well, it's a labor of love and it's, um, it definitely is made from the heart. So I love that. Well, and I think what's really cool that you guys are sharing, you know, with everything you guys have been doing is like, okay, yeah, it was really intense. Yeah. In a sense, you know, everything, you know, you lost everything, everything kind of collapsed and everything but you guys rose you know from it and you've created all these new beautiful partnerships and creative ideas and I love that you guys both mentioned that you've learned new skills and you've taken time to invest not only back in your business but in yourselves it sounds like and doing that you know self-preservation and self-care and self-love for yourselves to be able to get to where you guys are now and learn new skills and hone in on that and you know, take away lessons of, oh, we'll never have one income ever again. And, you know, all these different things, you know, I feel like as intense, obviously, as these times are, you know, for those that are really choosing to obviously, you know, take time to figure it out, but rise up to, you know, the the challenges and the difficulties of this time and to really say, you know what, okay, I took my time to really be in it and to cry and scream because we all have and, you know, and, you know, and then some, but then really looked at it and was like, okay, now how do I rise up from this? Now, how do I move forward? And, and what did I learn? And what am I, you know, going to take away from this time? And, you know, in my opinion, that's also a huge part for all of us of what motherhood is, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and, and the fact that we all kind of have, you know, that moment of like, oh shit, I feel like I lost everything because I'm no longer who I was. And now I have, you know, these children or this baby or wherever it may be, you know, in whatever season you're in, in motherhood and you go, oh wow, I got to like 
figure out my life again and I got to figure out how to be me again and you know and be a partner and be this and be that and at least I know for me that was very much heavily my story Mm -hmm. and I feel like you know from what you guys are sharing like you know in a sense you kind of went through that also of like this losing of everything this emotional you know shake up and everything being just totally you know basically pulled out from underneath you for and and like okay how do I start over and what and what am I going to do in this time and you know I think it's such a testament especially to mothers right now of just how strong we really all are when we get pushed against the wall when we really get pushed against the grain my daughter's clearly making the sound effect for you she agrees she agrees (laughs) um you know it's like wow like look at how much you guys have done and what you've built and you know this partnership with Wondery and you know Warner Brothers oh yes she likes that too (laughs) loves she loves true crime I'm wondering No, and Ali, you've been, you know, you've been such an inspiration because you've just been in the thick of it with littles and just transitioning into from one to two kids and, and you just, you know, you've never stopped. And I feel like you've been so open about not wanting to give up your, your dream and your career hustle, but also changing it to a, to fit to your new life and, and flowing with all the ups and downs and, and you've, you've never given up either. And I think there's just a lot of moms specifically out there that are doing the same thing. And, um, you know, if we go back to our mission of band of mothers, that's what I love because we can all lean on each other and, and even just look to each other as, you know, as inspiration to keep going and just know that no one's, no one's particularly thrilled or happy or where they want to be, but there's always an opportunity, you know, to, like she said, fine, be the crocus through the mud. And you're certainly doing that as well. And that's what our, I mean, that's why our podcast means so much to us too. And I know for you too, Allie, like just being able to tell our story, just being able to help moms, you know, something you said earlier is so important. I mean, understand that we were all women first is something that for years, I think Tracy and I put on the back burner and had to learn kind of the hard way as we were out there, like, um, what's the word where you proselytize proselytizing Proselytizing across (laughs) the country and meeting moms and hearing their stories that you know our whole band of mothers mission kind of organically grew from just meeting moms and learning their experiences and giving high fives and ass slaps and reminding people that they're doing a good job and then we finally at some point turned 40 and we're like oh well what about us like what what about this body that's crumbling behind yeah, yeah. around me? <laughs> like we were women first too, you know? And so the, the podcast has given our brand and our mission a new place for us to explore what it's like to be a 40-year-old woman, you know, who's very, it's very different than when my mother was 40, you know? Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same time at all. And it's... Um, it's, it's an interesting exploration, uh, for sure. Yeah. And while we're raising human beings, um, too, you know, so like actually finding a place to not only talk about breastfeeding and, and poopy diapers and the craziness of two littles or, you know, infertility or all the things that we can talk about with early childhood. We also discuss issues like hysterectomies and, um, colonics, (laughs) divorce and and yeah and in bitcoin (laughs) like you know and and self-preservation because ultimately um 
we're, we were all women first and, and what a lesson that's been to learn over the last eight years of doing this show. It's been, been so cool to kind of parlay it instead of pivot. We've mm-hmm. parlayed into this pod, this podcast. And what you said about, um, you know, learning lessons and mom learning lessons, mom's learning lessons. I've, I've recently just been trying to see this time too, through my daughter's eyes and kind of asking myself, okay, what lessons are our kids going to learn from this time? Especially the ones that are old enough that are going to remember this crazy time and how they had to adjust to school being ripped out from under them and their parents just being so stressed and worried and everyone talking about all these things and, you know, wondering what to do and trying to make good decisions and trying to keep it together for our children. And if I stop and I think, you know, what's my daughter going to learn? Um, what is she going to look back on and how, how is she going to remember this time? It kind of helps me focus on moving forward and trying to make, like you said, like the best choices and, and, you know, keep the light in our hearts rather than just let it all overtake us and just go down that rabbit hole. So it's ironically, for me, at least, I think kids have kind of helped me during this time because it's, it's a way to kind of get back to your center. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that you shared that because I think that, you know, I think that like you, were, you guys are both just saying so beautifully, like your children, you know, no matter what age they are, hopefully they are part of that light for you. And hopefully are they. Do you have something to say? She's like, excuse me. Um, are, are I we- am part of the light, mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, I, you know, she's teething hardcore right now. Oh, I know. It's okay, you're right. And this is real mom life. And this is why, you know, I was um, talking to someone the other day and they were like, you know, does it bother you that a lot of times, like, you know, you, when you're recording, like, do you get stressed? And I was like, you know, I used to. Like, I remember when I first, had Amelia and you know I was doing my other podcast that now has been on hiatus for years with my girlfriend and it was more of a lifestyle podcast and it was things were too lazy to blog about and you know and it was very much kind of you know Hollywood superficial fluff and that kind of thing and it was a lot of fun but it was totally different you know than what I'm doing now what my brand is now and it was like I used to literally like have meltdowns trying to nurse and record at the same time or Amelia would cry and I had to pump and I would like get so angry at myself that like I couldn't get Mm -hmm. something done and I think about the grace that you guys are speaking about right now that you're giving to yourselves that we all are learning how to give to ourselves so true our children are reminding of us like you were saying Tracy so beautifully of like that light and that comes with like that light and that ease and that grace of like you know what like we're not all gonna have this time again like you know hopefully please God (laughs) or you know we're not you know we're not gonna have you know this kind of time I mean I do believe the world is gonna shift but you know we're not gonna have this kind of time again so I'm wearing the same pants for three days and I I feel like that is, that is a mark of this time. <laughs> totally. yeah, look, uh, look, like I, when am I ever going to be able to wear the same pair of pants for three I'm days? Still, I'm still not wearing a bra. And I thought we were going to, you know, I don't, and it's funny because you're right. I had to, and it's been a really great exercise for me as a mom. Cause I've had to release a bunch of stuff. Yeah. You know, I just stopped caring about the things that got me so wound up. Like you said, I mean, if I don't feel like cooking dinner, I just don't fucking cook dinner. <laughs> like right. I'm, and I, that the old Tracy would beat herself up about it and feel guilty. Like I wasn't a good mom or that, I, you know, and, or if, you know, if we watched it, if we watch TV and w- while eating dinner, 
I don't care anymore because I've been with these people 24 <laughs> seven and I don't want to talk to you over a meal anymore. I, you know, and it's been interesting to just release some of my own, um, pressures that I put on myself as a mother and as a housewife and as a wife, um, and let that go and realize that everyone still lives and maybe even in a, maybe even better. I don't know. Well, because I love you. I just the said pressure that. Off. Yeah. I was going to say, I love you just said that because you just hit on so many things, you know, that ease, that grace, taking the pressure off, letting yourself know, Hey, those things that maybe were so important that I had to tend to no longer are that important. And myself as well. And I think a lot of people have learned that in this time It's like, Oh, you know, in a sense, like society tells us you must do A, B, and C in order to achieve this. And it's almost like the pandemic, in my opinion, has almost rocked that and been like, uh, none of that's true. And actually you can change things up and you can create a different schedule and you can create a completely different life. And if you want to let go of this, then let go of it. And it's not as big a deal as you think it is. And it's like all these different, you know, like beliefs, quote unquote, that society wants to feed you. Mm -hmm you almost everything's being shattered in my opinion like in a really important positive way totally. as much as it's been so intense for us it's also a time of like what you're saying like if you feel like hey you know what I don't want to deal with that and have that pressure anymore then like don't and why did you in the first place why did we feel like we had to have that pressure I've spoken to corporate moms who are like now I have my baby on my hip while I'm on a zoom call and I was just gonna say I think that is as hard as this whole thing has been for women I think finally moms, especially working moms, um, because it is a, just a different dichotomy. It's a different balance when you have a full-time job and, uh, and it's a way different balance if you have a full-time job and you're not working for yourself. I think moms are finally being able just to be like, this is my life. You can't, you can't dock me for having a child. And I am not going to apologize about you hearing noise in the background anymore. I'm not going to apologize that I can't make a 7am meeting. And it's happening to dads too. That's the best part is that I feel like so many dads were able to, you know, get up in the morning and go to their office. Well, now they can't. Now yeah. their Zoom calls are interrupted by babies. Yeah. It's and true. it's beautiful. It's amazing it because is. that's the actual truth. Yeah. We've all, what it's like we've, to be home. I know. It's like we all stopped pretending that there weren't crazy ass children screaming constantly. <laughs> I feel like we've all lived this lie that we all pretended like they weren't there when everyone knew they were and dogs and airplanes and, and that it's trash sometimes trash trucks, and, you know, it just, and yeah, it totally sucks. And people, I think now you can say, no, I'm sorry. It's like, we all got, we were all given boundaries for the first time. You can't say, you can say, no, no, I can't make that meeting because of my kid. And you're not going to get that same old sort of patriarchal boss that just is like, well, okay, now you're on your way out. Like you're not, you're not punished for it as much anymore, which I well, think is amazing. I hope that that's true. Well, I as think much it's true. Yeah. I think, I think it's crumbling, which is so yes. cool. I, I agree. I love you guys said that because that's how I feel too. I feel like a lot of these like kind of old foundations are crumbling, but Allie, can you shut that baby up? <laughs> I know she's like, can I, can I have the mic? Like, can I talk? Are you you know, you know, the minute she can speak, she's going to be like, give me that mic. I've got, I've, I have things to share. Right, I've exactly. been listening I've, to I've, you. I've been waiting. <laughs> when, right. when I first had my baby, we went, we had a doctor nearby and we had friends who had a baby at the same age. And our, um, my friend who was a, the dad was taking his baby to the doctor the same day we were at 
the doctor and we were in the waiting room and he went in and my kid was screaming and he opens up the door in front of a wait whole waiting room full of people and goes, will you shut that baby up? <laughs> oh, I was like, that's no, it was so funny. Cause we knew each other. We were really good friends, oh. but nobody knew that we knew each other. And it was just like the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> everyone must've been like, oh my God. Oh my God. It was, terrible. and I was so embarrassed. Cause I still had to sit there with everyone. That's funny. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is so funny. I, lo- I love it. Little story. What would, real story. Arlie, what would you like to say, Mama? Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. I agree. Did you, did you get it out? Arlie is like, she's so talkative. Like, she is. She's feeling it. She's got feelings. Yeah, she does. She has a lot of, I mean, hey, she chose to be born during the pandemic. I mean, she's, yeah. got, she's got a lot of feelings. She's like, I am coming into this earth and I am taking everyone with me. Right. Like, I'm I, the light beings you speak of. I know. I love it. I know. She's like, I'm here to rock the world, literally. Mm-hmm. So I love funny. what you guys said about, you know, the whole, like, really, like, this shattering of hey it's not we're not pretending anymore any of us moms dads doesn't matter where you are in the space you know this is life this is how it always was but we never but we never like acknowledged it we never allowed that to be our truth it was always oh I'm I'm the Tracy as mom right now and I'm Tracy on the podcast and I'm Tracy with work and I'm you mm-hmm. know Tina here and myself too Allie for TV and Allie separate and it's like well no yes we those are all different entities of us but we are our truth is we are us in all of those forms and we are part of all of those things and why did we feel like for so long we couldn't show up in those different ways and we couldn't be true to all those things because like you were just saying Tracy like in a sense we were all kind of living a lie in many ways and I kind of feel like and I know a lot of people like get annoyed with me for saying this but I'm like I really do believe like there are a lot of silver linings in this time that like you know whatever you believe God universe whatever resonates with you has shown us like hey you know what maybe certain systems weren't working maybe certain things Mm -hmm you know, weren't meant to last the way, you know, they've lasted for so long now, maybe it is time to shake things up, you know, change is good as much as it is very uncomfortable for most of us. Yeah. And, you know, I think you guys are a perfect example of that everything you guys have done and created and learned and changed, and are now providing and now have this incredible partnership with, you know, Wondry and Warner Brothers. It's like, I mean, let me ask you, you know, if the world was totally, you know, quote unquote, normal, and where it was before, do you think you'd be doing this? Um, it's a great question. It's a, it's a, I mean, I, I don't know because we were on such a trajectory and we had in some sense such blinders on with just getting these shows up, managing the shows, you know, growing the brand. But I think it was in a, it was, it was from a completely different space in our hearts. It was, um, it was, I think a little bit more panicked. I think, I think blinders is the best way. It's like, we thought there was one way to do it. And we just kept doing it that way because as we didn't have, we didn't have space to consider other options with that. Does that make sense? Yes. And you also didn't have anything telling you that, that, that was going to break. You didn't, and no, none of us did. None of us had a, well, and that's, and that's the fascinating thing. And I think, especially in America, we get, you know, we're so we're so lucky. We're so, we're so comfortable here. We have, we're so abundant. Um, and so you just, you just, 
we just assume that everything's going to be fine. We assume when we want to go to the movie theater, we can. When we want to buy something online, it's going to be available. When we want to go to the grocery store, there's going to be eggs. We lived a life just thinking that we put our hands out and whatever we wanted was going to be given to us. And so I think we just assumed everything would be fine because that's all we know. And, and I think it, that was a real shakeup to just say, you know, in a, in an instant, literally, you know, you know that for your mortality on a certain level, you can't really live in that space because it would be depressing, but in an instant, your, your company can collapse by no, by no wrongdoing of your own, everything can be taken from you. And that's a huge lesson to learn. (laughs) Well, and for, for us just to, to be, to clarify too, Tracy and I took a, a huge risk two years ago now and grew the company raised money, took a huge hit personally in order to do that because the outcome was happening in March of 2020. So like March of 2020 was when we were finally going to get paid again. All of the debt that we had just incurred was on projection to be paid off by May. Um, we, so everything that we had done in those last two years was like a sacrifice to grow, which is what small businesses do. Because we never in a million years would have been like, oh, well, there will be a pandemic. Yeah, like, should we really do this? Yeah. There might be a pandemic that comes. (laughs) So, like, if you're a company, if you're a small company and you want to become a larger company, you know, you you have to invest yourself. You have to make sacrifices. You, I mean, we've been doing this company for eight years. So, you know, we got to a point where we knew it needed to grow or, or not, and we decided to grow it. So, if you're a company like Tracy and, and, and mine, you got completely effed. Can I say effed? Oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, because you don't get a PPP loan. You don't get unemployment. You There's so many things that you didn't quite ca- qualify for yet because you were in a growth stage. And so we just got, I mean, it just couldn't have been a worse situation. But the whole reason that I bring that up is because like now life is so different. Like, I don't know if we would take that big of a risk again. I mean, yeah. that was, we were so open to that risk because we were just like, yeah, well, cause why we would it, it not? Work well, yeah, why exactly. wouldn't it? It's, yeah. it, there's no reason that it shouldn't have. Cause it was working. It was working. Yeah. And then all of a sudden everything was gone and we were, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in the hole. Um, and it, it was, and we're not alone. No. You know, there, there's, think about these family restaurants that have shut down. Think about, you know, small businesses businesses were so crushed and we just happened to be in that middle growth period. And it was just like, it was almost like when I, this is really dark, ready? I was almost when I had um, a miscarriage and when I went to the doctor for my DNC and I just remember when they were strapping me down, you know, they like strap your arms down in the operating room. I still don't agree with that scenario. I don't think that happens to everyone. (laughs) Well, I just remember thinking all I did was try to have a baby. Yeah. And it's same with people who go through infertility, you know, and it's like, you were just trying to do this good thing and now you have to do something horrible. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's dark. But what I think of when I think of what the hell just happened to us. Yeah. Yeah. But. I mean, yeah. And Ellie I think- left. She's like, that was another reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm sitting here listening. I, I, you know, I mean, look, I think that that's such a good point though, is like so many of us have taken, you know, the pandemic and this time as such a, you know, a dark feeling we all have. And, and rightfully so, because like you said, especially here, we've been so abundant in everything we've had and we've had, 
you know, society show us that, you know, no matter what, almost in a way we're on this like hamster wheel and trajectory of like you said, Tracy, the blinders of just keep going and just keep going and it, it'll just keep moving. And, you know, mm-hmm. when the train stops, the train stops and the train really stopped for all of us. And it was like, oh, oh shit. And this train's not starting back up. Like we're just at a screeching halt. You know, living a nightmare. I'm in, <laughs> and I'm in a tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I think and from that space, that's where that's that's actually where the work comes in, right? Because you have two choices in that moment. You have a choice to sit in that dark tunnel on the train and just complain about it, or you have the choice to say, What can I do to change this? And I think for me personally, you had, I had to take a long look at myself and, and who I was and what was actually important to me and what I needed to fix and, and realize that if you're shaken to the core, you know, what, what, again, what lessons can you learn from that? And, um, that was, it, it just set me on a different path. You yeah. Know? If you're us, you learn to drive the train. <laughs> we're like, we're going <laughs> to get this thing out of here. Actually, no, you actually re you, you take a course and you learn how to rebuild it a new one. <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> well, I, I love that you guys both said that because you guys are both like super honest and, you know, and, and vulnerable about everything, which I love about you guys. Cause obviously, you know, I'm the same and, you know, I want to talk about that when you talk about the fact that, you know, this was a time to really kind of decide, like, am I going to just let the train run me over or am I going to rebuild and maybe make a new train or new tracks or whatever it may be, you know, when you guys first for, cause I know you guys obviously personally, like when you guys first started working on things you didn't work on the business first you didn't work on you know hey what are we going to do to make money you worked on yourselves and you guys did a lot of you know your own inner work of like okay how are we going to work through this darkness would you mind sharing that for those that maybe are still trying to find their footing in this and figure out how to rise up well i'll say first of all um that that's not completely accurate. I would say the first thing we did was panic and we kept trying to do the same thing over and over again. Okay. Um, you know, I think we were pretty reactionary in those early days when we were just like, we just got to keep going. We just got to do, you know, and then I think we over time kind of learned, am I, am I wrong? Are you talking about during the, the pandemic? pandemic? Yeah. Like when we, when we had to cancel all our shows, we were like, well, we just have to keep doing more things. And we kind of kept throwing stuff at the wall I felt like we were oh, like, yeah, we did a 6,000 person, um, mother's day Eve virtual show. Yeah. You know, like we were still like, Oh, we'll just keep going. It'll all be fine. It just in this different way. And then even after that, we had to learn kind of like, okay, this is actually, there is a big shift that's there. And we kind of had to mm-hmm. recognize it. Um, and from that place, I think was when I, I had to just take a hard look and say, uh, I, it's hard to explain like how we started it. I mean, well, we, we started it some years ago yeah. because we started like really believing in manifestation. And, um, I know that you're big into that too, Allie, but we, you know, yeah. we took courses from, um, Lacey Phillips, who I think is amazing. They have this, she has this course called to be magnetic. So it was a lot of like, you know, it was meditations, but in this like theta state where you would do like, um, inner child work and just kind of like re-understanding your relationship, re-understanding who you became from ages zero to 10 like, because there's a lot of influence in there. So that's kind of where we started from this kind of like, um, almost, uh, like science-based woo. Um, and you know, that was like 20 minutes a class and we would journal and this was all while we were building the business. And we honestly felt that 
and maybe this is true that all the good things that were happening, the expansion working, the investment that we've made, that finding uh, funds, like all the things that we were doing to grow the business that we're working, I think we really believed were happening because we were doing that kind of work. We were like clearing the space for these great things to happen. And I think that became the foundation once we got ourselves out of the fetal position and kind of what Tracy's talking about where we didn't really even know how to be human with what we were going through, we used those tools and we kind of went outside of that and started, um, we, we both learned how to meditate. We both went to therapy, um, like spiritual therapy. Yeah. We both started to really like just stop and take a look inside at our own shadow. (laughs) And that was really hard in a hard time, but why not? Like you're already in shit. Like let's just do some shittier. Well, and I think that's the, that's (laughs) the trick, you know, you hear about spiritual bypassing and that's the trick in the spiritual world, right? Like we were doing all this work and for sure was, we're making strides, um, and recognizing our shadow. We were, um, you know, really digging deep and trying to figure out what, you know, makes us our best self and our worst self and all those things. But, and it, it, and Shay's right. Like you think, oh, well, I'm doing this. And then all these things are happening, but it's actually when you're truly tested, you know, and this is, you know, frankly, biblical, like when you're truly at the bottom, you know, in a hole with a lion and you're truly being tested is when your true spirituality comes out. And I think that was the interesting thing is because we thought it was fine again, going along this, this train track. And then And then it was like, oh no, really, how are you really, are you really ready to face your shadow? And that's, and I think I'm, I'm grateful that we had at least some of that, um, context prior, Mm -hmm. because then when we stared at ourselves in the mirror, it was like, oh, uh, got it. Yeah. I actually was just sort of bypassing all of this in a certain way. And now I've got to really dig down there. I mean, not that, and, and this isn't to say that we found any of the answers, you know, I think it just, I, you know, I think sometimes when you start to figure yourself out, it gets, it gets way, way worse for a long time before it starts to get better. So. Well, yeah. And I mean, so you guys shared so many good things with that. So first off, thanks for being obviously so real about like, Hey, at first it was total panic mode and reaction mode, which I think was most of us. And we all, yeah. Like, oh yeah. Oh, I'll just keep doing the same thing. And it'll we're going to do just- online oh. concerts and celebrities yeah. oh, are going to read like books to our kids. Oh, and sick. we're all going to be master homeschool teachers and yeah, it's going to, exactly. you know, and everyone's going to bake sourdough and everyone, it's, it's a insanity. utopia. It was insanity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because everybody was just clinging to survive. Everybody was, I think in my opinion and myself included, was clinging to this normalcy that had already been ripped away from us. We just weren't ready to swallow and recognize that reality yet. And so like, we were all just clinging to it. of like, oh, no, no, if I hold on, I hold on, if I hold on. It reminds me of like in the beginning of, you know, when I, you know, first was going through my postpartum depression, didn't even recognize it with Amelia. It was Uh like, I was clinging, clinging, clinging to my old life as hard as possible. And like just anything I could grab onto that was of Allie, but it was like that Allie didn't exist anymore. And I couldn't accept that. And I couldn't let that go. And so I fought it at first and it was just so dark and so heavy and it made me spiral and it really made my postpartum depression so much worse. But then when you guys were talking about like that inner work, you know, for me, same, you know, thing when I did the inner work to be able to get to back to, you know, a newer version of myself and be able to step into this new role of myself as Allie. And now I say kind of Allie 2.0, this like upgraded, you know, up-leveled version, but it was a lot of work. And, you know, I think you're right. It's like you, you you know, you have to kind of really like look at that darkness and say, okay, am I going to just kind of keep pretending to like 
push yeah. this to the side or am I going to kind of allow it to immerse me in order to come through it to say, okay, I'm going to find the light at the end of this, even if it is complete shit. Um, and even if you're just crying every day, exactly, exactly. And if you're just crying every day, you're screaming every day, you're doing all, you know, all the things, I mean, look, I definitely have, and, you know, and still have moments, but you know, sure. I think that, you know, the fact that you guys shared the fact that first off that you, you know, did like most of us, you know, just react and panic and try to keep things the same. And then when you finally came to this like realization that was not an easy one, I'm sure. And I know for me with a lot of things, my business too, of like, oh, oh, it's not going to be the same. Who knows if it will be, I need to figure this out. I need to like really actually take a hard look and, and look at that. And then also, like you said, for both of you, what am I also going to do when it comes to like me personally to make sure that like I can survive and, and, and hopefully thrive, you know, in this time. And regardless that you guys were doing the work, you know, before the pandemic hit and you guys were doing, you know, the manifestations and, you know, the inner work and the inner child. I mean, I think that's so important in this time to talk about, because I think that so many of us, do have those dark shadows and so many of us, I mean, we all, they're all part of all of us. So, you know, yeah, it's just of course. Like, so, but well, like so many of us don't recognize that so many of us. I also want to say too, yeah. that, um, there, there is all of these, these things that are available to you. Like if you're a, a mom out there or a woman or a person, a human being out there, <laughs> doesn't even know where to start. There are so many resources that are simple and easy ways to start, but I also, during this period of time started taking, um, Zoloft and there's no shame in that either. Mm -hmm. And I do both, you know, like I, I do my best to, especially now that we're busy again with the podcast, I'm not meditating every day. Like I was during the end of the summer, but you know, I do my best to make that space for myself to do things that take, even if I just write in my journal at the end of the night, things I'm grateful for, I know that will make me a better human that's why we call it self-preservation because like, it's actually necessary for you to function to like do things that are good for you. And, and one of those things was something that I was really embarrassed about. And it was really hard for me to ask my doctor about. And I thought she was going to judge me. And I thought my friends were going to judge me. My husband was going to judge me, but this one little pill has made a huge difference in my life. And what we're going through right now is not normal. So look, you can take all of the classes that you want. You can meditate every single day. If you don't feel right in the brain, you also need to take care of yourself in that way. And I just want to say that because that's been a big thing yeah. for, for me during this period. It, it, it changed my life. But you gave yourself the space to even realize it. And then you gave yourself the grace to just explore it rather than being stubbornly just ignore it and put it on the back burner, yeah. you know, and that's that's, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. And I didn't even realize how not okay my brain was until my brain was okay. You know? Yeah, absolutely. It's still well, not, I still have to do all the things. Tracy's like, you're not I was like, okay. It's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just um, but you know, I still do all the other things. I, my, I do my best to do these other things to make sure that I'm okay. But I, but it's not always going to be oh, if I just pray harder, or if I just meditate longer, or if I just, you know, go get my hair done, you know, those things are, are great. And you need, you need to take care of yourself, but also recognize when you need to take it a step further and do not be embarrassed. Yes. No, thank you for sharing that. And I'm glad that, you know, you're finding your own, you know, space and, and allowing that grace and, you know, feeling better, you know, overall, you know, in your physical, mental, soulful, you know, everything, I think it's so 
important. And I think, you know, the lesson to that is it's, it's like really listen to yourself. Again, we've kind of been given this opportunity and this time to like sit with ourselves, whether we want to or not, and really ask ourselves, like, am I happy? Am I fulfilled in the life that I have been in that, like you were saying earlier, Tracy, of like the blinders, am I, you know, doing what I want to be doing? Do I want to change things right now? Are there things within myself that I need to work on that I've been maybe ignoring or pushing to the side or not making time for myself? And what you guys are speaking of, of that, you know, self-preservation, you know, I mean, I call it self-love and call it whatever you want. You know, it, it's, it's so true. It's like, we all have to do a better job of doing more for ourselves and loving on ourselves and putting back into ourselves in order not only to be better for ourselves, but better for everyone else you know, around us. And I think the more people that would do that just in their everyday lives, the more we'd all be collectively in a much better space because we would be really trying to bring out that love that we'd be giving on to ourselves, you know? And, and so, you know, I think in my opinion, you know, there's like this such duality of like, yourself and the reflection of you know someone else out there and it's like so easy for all of us to you know judge and think and all these things but it's like but really we're all a mirror of each other and so you know it's like when you really start to do the inner work and you start to really dance with these shadows and really start to find yourself in all these different dark places and however you come to that you start to realize like oh if I did more of this and I did more of my own self-preservation and self-love then others maybe would want to be doing the same and we'd be reflecting that of each other. And, you know, I think that that is a huge lesson that we're all learning in this time of like what you were saying of it being, you know, biblical of like when you're forced to be, you know, essentially on your knees and, at, you know, feel like you're at the end and, you know, at the, you know, at the end of everything and you're like, oh my gosh, can I take anymore? That's kind of when most of us experience that like, oh shit, I'm going to either fix this or I'm going to drown in this. And you try mm-hmm. to, you know, you try to navigate it and you try to, you know, figure it out. And I think that, you know, for myself too, I've had so many of those moments and there have been days where I'm like, you know what, I'm, you know, today I'm just not going to record. And I used to drive myself crazy and be like, no, no matter what, I'm going to show up. And yesterday, like perfect example, I usually drop bonus episodes. I've been doing them for quite a few months now on Wednesdays. And I was like, oh, you know what? I'm today. I haven't slept. Arlie's been teething like crazy. It's been a crazy day. I've been losing my mind. There's so much going on. I just don't, I, I just can't show up. I can't get on there and produce and record and do I need to do. And I just told myself, you know what? It's okay. I'm just not going to do it. And once I and like, you lived, yes, exactly. And <laughs> I lived, kept going. <laughs> yes. And I created that yeah. space though, of like what you guys are speaking to that grace and that space and that ease of being like, I'm, you know, just going to let that go. And I think like same, and obviously with, you know, Jana, like obviously yours was a much bigger decision, but allowing yourself that space and saying, you know what, I'm not going to make this this big tumultuous thing. I'm not going to tell myself these stories that we all love to tell ourselves yeah. of like, oh, I'm going to be on this now for the next 10 years. No, you're saying right now, I need a little extra help. This is helping me. I recognize this is helping me. I see a difference in my life. I'm still trying to do these other tools to help that. And at some point I'll decide you know, whether I want to be honest or don't, but right now this is helping yeah. me, it's working for me. And I think there's such a lesson in what you guys are sharing of like, just allowing and creating that space of that ease and grace of whatever it is to be like, I'm just going to let this be what it is. And I'm not going to put storytelling around it. I'm just going to let it mm-hmm. be and create the space for it and see what it does for me in whatever shape of your life that looks like. And you're right. It's one day at a time, you know, and that's, I think when you're back to the blinders in the train, you're, you're looking forward, 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 and you're not, you're not sitting in the now. 
and it all like all the cliche things, you know, Ram Dass be here now and, you know, Eckhart Tolle and being present and all the things that we've kind of heard. It's true. If you just look at today and what you need today, um, you take care of today and tomorrow will happen when tomorrow happens. But there is, you know, there isn't a future yet. You just have to look at now. Um, and that, that is still a lesson that I think I'm, I'm absolutely learning is, is just like today I need to take the Zoloft and tomorrow is tomorrow, you know, and those are, I think, you know, nothing confronts people's humanity and, and mortality, like a global pandemic. And, and it's raised all of our anxieties and, and caused all of us to go to the darkest spaces of our, of our hearts and our souls. And, and what you do from there is where the beauty comes, you know? Absolutely. Oh my God. I love that. And it's so true. It's like, I always say, you know, you have to have a breakdown to have a breakthrough and, you know, it's true. It's like, you know, you do go to the darkest places because like, let's be real. Like when things are light and fluffy and happy and things are happening, you're not going to go to a dark place. You're not going to do work. And I mean, myself included raising my hand, like I'm not going to sit there and go, Oh, and how can I better myself? Like when you're in such a great place of, you know, bliss and things are happening and things are, you just don't because our brains don't work that way. Our ego work that way. So it's like when you actually are forced to, like you were saying, and you know, you really are taken out of those blinders and it's like hey here's the shit (laughs) you're in it I never thought I would be scared going to a grocery store I never thought that that would happen you know that um, that made me have to think about a lot of stuff I didn't ever want to confront you know for sure all dark yeah totally I don't talk I'm not talking about how you get pregnant (laughs) (laughs) lights off um (laughs) Or in my case, the very unfertile dark. <laughs> the unfertile dark, the unfertile light, whatever, whatever. Oh, man. No, but, you know, I just think that, you know, I, I just feel like these kind of conversations are really important because so many of us are feeling the darkness. So many of us are feeling like we can't start the train back up again. Um, and I think also, too, we all go through it in waves. Like, I know some weeks, totally. like, I'm powering through, and then I'll have a moment, and I'm like, guess what? Today is going to be a lay in bed. Kids are going to watch a fun show. Mama's going to scroll on her phone and we're just going to make it work today because mama cannot function the way she normally functions. And I think again, creating that space for yourself and creating that grace and, you know, allowing yourself, you know, these spaces, because we wouldn't have this, obviously, if we were back to our normal schedules, you could, I couldn't just stay, you know, in, in bed for a few extra hours, or I couldn't, be outside longer with the girls and have activities. Like there's just different things that, you know, have shifted and have changed. And I think that the more we all start to, I don't want to say accept, but shift into that and start to really like say, okay, like, what am I going to allow myself to learn in this time? What do I not like about this time, but I need to still do the work around, you know, like Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that you have to love everything and be like, oh my God, everything, you know, is great and everything's silver lining. No, I'm not saying that, but at the same time, you need to kind of find, you know, that, that, that harmony in both of those things in order to, in my opinion, you know, better yourself. So what you guys are describing from all the different things that you've done to put in the work for yourselves personally around manifestation and, you know, inner child work and the different courses you've taken that now you're using in your toolbox now to the things you've done with your business to invest and shift and champion yourselves to be where, you know, you guys are going now. I mean, there's so many different parts of those entities that you kind of have gone to your toolbox and said, okay, 
this is what I'm going to try out to see what works and we'll see what sticks and what doesn't. And then maybe I have to add some new tools to my toolbox. And, you know, I just appreciate you guys sharing all that because I think that so many, especially moms and just parents in general need to hear that. You know what I don't love? What? I don't love that damn whipped coffee that went around the internet. <laughs> I don't love it at all. I couldn't do it. Every time I tried it, it tasted what was it like crap. Again? DeLonga coffee. Yeah. yeah. I'm, not a, I'm not a coffee the longa, person. The longa. <laughs> I saw it, but like, I didn't get in on it because I haven't drank coffee in, oh God, I don't know, maybe five years plus now. So did your I, niece make it for you? And then she like, didn't do it right or something. I don't, I don't know. She made it. I tried to make it again. I don't know who, I don't know if it's just, it may just not be right, but I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying it now, ladies. <laughs> not all the internet trends are good. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, so true. So true. I mean, but like, you know, but like you just said, you're like, Hey, I didn't like that. You know? And I think that too, of like, just being real with yourself of like, Hey, you know what? That's just not working. So cool. I'm just not going to subscribe to that. That's another thing I feel like I've learned in this time is like, before I felt like I had to do everything because everything was being pushed in my face. So like, this is trending. This is this, this is that. And it was like, Oh, I have to do that. I have to try this. I have to. And it's like, no, it's all bullshit. You do whatever works for you. And if something happens to be on trend, cool. And it's funny because I laugh at myself saying that out loud because I'm like, Allie, you preach that when it comes to styling, like you, yeah. you tell people like, don't feel like you have to wear a trend just because it's a trend. Like, why is it in your own life? You don't realize like, oh, because that's a trend. Like, I don't have to do that on social or whatever it may be. And it's like, again, me relearning myself and like doing, you know, really walking the walk and practicing what I preach. And, you know, and I think all those things have been a huge lesson for me as well. Yeah. Amen, sister. Same pants three days is a trend. <laughs> hey. I mean, let's face it, that's been a mom trend for since time started. We're just all now and finally admitting it. I was gonna say, I'm like, that's been I feel like that's been a trend in the making for a long time. <laughs> I just gave up underwear completely. Then you don't have to worry if it's dirty or clean. No, I am wearing wait, it. Wait, I'm no, 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 but, no, but can, I just, give, <laughs> can I just give you a silver lining to that though? Like for real. You I don't know if you know this, but like there's a lot of actual like science and studies like behind this, whatever people are gonna look this up and trash me, but it's sad, but you it's true that you, if you don't wear a bra for a certain amount of time, your boobs do start to like lift back up again. Like your boobs like start to find this like natural space because you've created it to like have them have themselves come back up more. I've had girlfriends of mine, I swear, who are like oh my gosh, I haven't worn a bra in months. And like my boobs are perkier and they're, they're more supple and oh, they're wow. a little bit more lifted. And so I don't know. Like, I've got big boobs and they ain't perking up. But you can know tell. what? I can, I can see how that could be true for someone like me who always wears a sports bra. Cause if you're just constantly like pushing them in, them, yeah. then maybe giving them some freedom. I've right? been giving let, my let girls, girls freedom for, <laughs> I don't know. I'm letting them live. And I don't think that there's any, I don't, I haven't seen any action down there in the upward mobility, but uh, <laughs> I like how you're going. <laughs> giving my boobs freedom is like, is like nothing happening. It's like, <laughs> like taking like, nail polish off a nail. Yeah, like, 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 like triple, triple A boobs over here. Uh, they just, it's like a fox looking out of a hole. <laughs> I just, the freedom I gave myself is, you know what? No one at the grocery store cares that these things are swinging around. I'm an old mom. No one's looking at me. And I, and if they are, God bless them. So they just, they just go where they want these days. And that's just the way it is. Well, and I just look like I have two mosquito bites. So we're- <laughs> Oh my God. I would give it, can you breastfeed your children when they're eight and 10? <laughs> I would give anything to just get those boobs back. Well, yeah, I, I don't know, but Ali, yeah, I'd like, I'm like touching my boobs. I'm like, why lift up? I don't think that they're lifting, but 
I'll hold on to that dream. I'm into it. Maybe have a conversation with them and give them a little extra love and be like, I'm going to, I am going to, I'm going to, we're going to have some, we're going to have some me time together and I'm going to tell them what I think they should be doing. Hey, I haven't had a constraint around you in quite a while. I don't know how long it's going to last. Like, let's pick it up. Ladies, like, can you just, you know, like, can you just uh, put it, put in a little extra effort? You need some hot tub floats (laughs) floating in a hot tub boobs where they just like buoyancy recreates. Shay and I have been naked around each other a lot. That sounds weird, but we've known each other since the eighth grade. And she loves to watch my boobs float when we're naked in that hot tub. Because my boobs would never float. I mean, that's like the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I mean, it sounds like entertainment. It sounds like entertainment and like vulnerability all in one. So good for you guys. That's how we roll. (laughs) Hey, you know, it's like you're doing whatever it takes to make it work. If it means some naked, you know, hot tub parties together and whatever, good for you. I love that you called it a party. I think we got, I think we both got the flu from a hot tub in uh, Arizona once. <laughs> we did. We totally did. We, I mean, that might be where the started, that hot tub we went in. I would not be surprised. It was in, a, it was in an embassy suite. Outside the airport. And there was an outdoor elevator with a dead, dead bird. bird. <laughs> it was like, we should have, the omens were so, like, looking back, like, God was like, get out now. Oh and for God. the love of God, don't do it. Like, go into that cesspool of chemicals and, and like, we did. human waste. And we both puked for like three days <laughs> oh my god I, I mean it's like some kind of a party I, I mean I don't know <laughs> a wild oh, party it reminds you of like a horrible hangover that doesn't end yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh my god I love it it's, uh, it's so good so good you guys always crack me up I like go into my day now like hysterical with all these crazy visions in my mind I'm like oh okay well you know Tracy's boobs <laughs> just think of my boobs floating just floating in water yeah, perfect. If we could do a TikTok video on that, we'd be famous. I know. <laughs> it would really bring our podcast to the next level. <laughs> you'd, you'd really be quote unquote trending. Yeah, I know, right? Just uh, not me, just my boobs. <laughs> <laughs> they are they are for sure a separate entity. Oh, Allie, we love you. Oh, I love you guys too. Oh my gosh. That's such, such a good way, I have to say, to end the show. We, we, <laughs> we, we went from like such a deep place to like a different type of deep, I guess. Yeah, um, like dark tunnels trains miscarriages and now tits in a hot tub yeah i mean yeah which i just love that this you is guys. the band of mothers podcast <laughs> i was gonna say this is your guys's you know brand and who you guys are uh in a nutshell and why i love you guys so much as moms and my have become my friends and my community and you know what i love what you guys are doing with band of mothers and you know your live show to now your amazing podcast i mean you guys just keep it real and you do really share everything just so real and raw, which is just so, you know, incredible and amazing, honestly, because I think we need to have more of that. I think really do believe the world is going to be more of that in the best way possible and less, you know, judging and shaming and just letting us all live and be our authentic selves. And, you know, I think you guys do such a great job in that. Before I let you guys go, is there anything else you want to share? And of course, plug yourselves, tell us where we can find, of course, your amazing, you know, new show and everything will be in the show notes and the store, just all, all the things. But before I let you go, like, is there anything else you do want to leave us with any, any, any words of, of, you know, uh, wisdom or just, you know, whatever's coming at you in the moment. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, well, you're an awesome mom. If you're a mom and you're listening to this, yeah. don't forget that. That is something that we always, we always like to tell people it's so easy to forget. It is. And if you know an awesome mom, buy your gift on bomb.market. <laughs> yeah. <please. laughs> buy her some oils and, uh, 
yeah just earrings. check out the podcast we're yeah. we've had some really fun guests we're gonna have Allie on yep. we um we really have we've explored some really fun topics and it's kind of more like a, a lifestyle podcast through the lens of being mom so um we have cooking with Shireen on next week mm-hmm. um we oh we just interviewed um Jean Godfrey June, who's the beauty director at Goop. So we talk about all the things for your face. Um, and yeah. so it's super, it's, it's, it's an interesting 45 minute dive into what it's like to be a woman who also happens to be a mom. Yeah. And then you can find us on the gram at, at band of mothers official mm-hmm. and, uh, or just look for my boobs in a hot tub, <laughs> somewhere. which is the name of our next podcast, boobs in a hot tub. <laughs> I was going to say, you guys got to like coin that now. <laughs> I know. And Allie, I kind of love Allie 2.0. I think that that's going to be your, your new series. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Well, it's like, we've all talked about this, right? It's like you said, you said, we all started as women and like, sometimes, you know, especially right now, we all forget that because we are wearing so many hats and we are doing so many things. And I love that you guys said, you know, if you're listening to this and you're a mom, just know you are an awesome mom. And not only know you're an awesome mom, but know that you are doing the absolute best that you can right now, especially what we're all going through. We are all doing our freaking best. And if that just means waking up and, you know, being present to what's going on right now, then that is, you know, your absolute best. And that's, that's totally okay. You know, sure. And I think that, you know, again, you guys sharing so much of that realness of what you guys did go through and what you're doing now to, you know, persevere and, and climb out of all that and, and really be an amazing space for moms. I think it's amazing. I'm so excited for your rebrand and your new show. And I'm excited to come on. I just think it's so awesome. I'm so happy and excited for you guys. Thank you, Allie. Thank you, love. We're, we're, we love watching you grow too. So we'll do it together. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, babes. And everything will be in the show notes, guys. We can find, you know, their amazing store, the BOM affiliate shop that they talked about. Um, I will definitely be getting myself. I was already looking on there. I'm like, oh, there's a cute shirt. Oh, there's some fun coasters. Like I have to say, guys, there's something for everyone. And I'm, I'm obviously a little bit of a shopaholic, so I, I will make you have a bad budget. But, you know, go on there and find yourself some some love. And, and, and like they said, you know, gift yourself and, and mama love or gift someone else that maybe needs it. And again, guys, thank you so much you know, for being here and just for being like so real. And it, guys, if there's anything you take away from this show and this conversation, it's just really like create that space of ease and grace for yourself and allow yourself to just be who you are in this moment and be present to it. Okay. So thank you so much guys and cheers till next time. Bye loves. Love you. Thank Bye. You. Bye. Bye. Allie. Thank you. Thanks for listening to everything with Allie Levine. If you loved this episode, please leave a review, screenshot this episode, tell a friend, tag us on social media, subscribe, tune in weekly for new episodes, and to continuously be uplifted, empowered, and inspired.